Peter knew the Oni had better things to do than trouble the sleep of foolish boys. The Ensinger's children dwelled below the earth, deep in the Yomi underworld. It was men who stained the clouds in their roaring machines, men who turned the sky to red, the land to ashes, the rain to black. Not demons, not gods, just men. A trembling wail split the dusk, mother shrieking, throat raw. Hikita scowled again, lifted his kerchief and spat. Brother or sister, it didn't matter. He'd hate that child. Hate it as he hated its father, with his smooth talk and smoother smile. A dog who took advantage of a widow's loneliness, left her in dishonor, a bastard in her belly. He'd kill him if he saw him again show him that though they lived on the stain's edge, in the poorest lands in all the seven islands of Shima, they were still Ryu clan. The blood of dragons still flowed in their veins. The windows began rattling, and Hikita looked up, expecting to see a guild skyship lumbering out of the dusk. But the sky was an empty, fading red, scabbed with storm clouds. The rattling intensified, the earth trembling so violently he fell to his knees. Tetsuo crawled across the bucking soil, a great belly sore rumble beneath them. The brothers held each other as the island shook, Tetsuo crying out in fear, Another earthquake? The fifth in as many weeks. The rumbling stilled, choking slowly, until the skitter of rotten earth into the deadlands fissures was the only noise. A thin cry began, a newborn's first bewildered plea as it was dragged from bloody warmth into this world of men, kicking and screaming. It's here, Tetsuo cried, the tremors forgotten. He slipped from Hikita's embrace and dashed into the house, dirty heels beating the veranda like drums. Hikita stood slowly, listening to the hungry wails from their newest mouth. He could hear his mother crying, the joy in her voice as she called for him to come meet his new sister. And the boy shook his head and licked the ashes from his lips, looking across the tall stalks of blood lotus to the desolation around the mountain's feet. He blinked, squinted in the gloom. Tiny lights, blood red, a pair shining between the lotus fronds the crunch of little feet in dead leaves and deader earth. Hikita peered into the dark, the wails of his new sibling filling his ears. The deadlands' fumes were an oil-thick shadow, rippling like black water. The lotus stalks bent gently, something moving through the crop, and the tiny lights flickered out, once, twice, winking like the long-lost stars in the skies overhead. No, not winking, he realized. Blinking. A figure shuffled from the stalks, covered in black earth and ashes. It stood two feet high, but its arms hung long and low, back bent as it shuffled forward and snuffled at the air. Its eyes were scarlet, casting a bloody light over heavy brows, hairless skull, swollen lips. It saw the boy lips splitting into an idiot grin like a toddler who'd just found a new playmate. But its teeth were yellowed fangs, tusks protruding from its lower jaw, 
and Hikita realized beneath the mask of dirt and ash, its skin was midnight blue. It said, holding out its arms. Hikita's eyes were fixed on the talons set in those grasping fingers, sharp as katana. Oni, he breathed. Lord Izanaki, save me. The demon flinched at the maker god's name, eyes growing bright and wide. It loped forward, knuckles dragging in the earth, a shriek of rage spilling from crooked fangs. Hikita screamed, screamed with his sister here on her birthing day in the shadow of those broken peaks amidst the rot creeping like a cancer across the island's skin, screamed as if it were his final breath, as if it were all he was and all he ever would be, as if the world itself...